Okay, where, where do we start? What are we... I don't know. It's been forever. Yeah, it's literally been like almost two years, I think. <laughs> we are social media and podcast geniuses. We love consistency. We commit to everything. Yeah. And yeah. we've lost to say. We have... <laughs> Uh, okay, we. I love that we're both just like cracking our palms. Mm, snack like, time, oh, yeah. right when we start recording. <laughs> well, basically, it's like the other episodes. Like, I don't remember. We're eating in all of them. We're eating and drinking. We're like, <laughs> we don't care about anything. So I think it might be a bit of a. It's a thing now, you know. It's an us problem. Four episodes in, it's a thing. It's a thing. Mm. <laughs> I don't know if I count this as a four anymore because it's like I think it's the fifth. No, like either way, I just count this as number one. No, it's a fresh start. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Two years later. Two years later. Yeah. You true. can't say we're the same people. True. <laughs> Actually, yeah. I've changed a lot. I think. What did you do over the two years? Um. Cry. I no, did. I did lots. Mm. I did not because. Um, I think I'm more mentally stable now. Mm. Mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah. I had to cry to become more mentally stable. Yeah. We've gotten better at it. We're like, I like know what's happening now, you know? I like know how to like handle myself better. Well, so, basically for the past two years, you went away to Hawaii for, um, a year. Yeah. And I stayed home and did school. Yep. And then we met back up and we had the time of our lives. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What did you do in school? Nothing, honestly. Mm. I mostly, like, cheated and, like, used AI to write my essays. <laughs> I haven't wow. read anything in any classes for my four years. I'm still not done. Quit in school, probably, but... You know, that's how life goes. Uh, I'm not yeah. really too worried about it, so. Avi, you can tell. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think I'm quitting. I'm not that, ner- I don't, I'm not actually worried about it because, like, I have a pretty good, like, standing so far in, like, what I want to do. Like, I mean, because well, what I want to do is not a real job, so that's a bit of an issue, but. Yeah, oh, what do you want to do again? Well, I want to be. Well, okay, I have, like, three, I have, like, tiers of, like, what I want to do, and it, they go from, like, realistic to unrealistic, and what I really want to do is the most unrealistic. Because they go from unrealistic to middle, realistic is business. Uh-huh, okay. And then to, like, most... Delusional. Yeah. Yeah. hmm I, so... Okay, so, basically, baseline, I want to work in a creative field and have a creative job baseline would be to work any sort of job that is feels like good to do and like feels fun while doing art on the side that's like probably ideal and most realistic okay and then it goes to like being like actually working like directly in what I want to do which would be maybe more of like um photography film creative direction type of situation Mm -hmm. and then it goes to more of just 
like marrying rich and having a man pay for it. Um, because my main goal, so no. like me and my sister, we have like the same of what we want to do. Basically, we realized that like, well, pretty much all of our lives, like since we were in elementary school, we just were like, we want to be artists. And so, so the, it hasn't changed. Yeah, essentially, because that's not like, like art's difficult if you want to do it. Like if you want to do your own thing, art's difficult because if you want to like work on projects, then you can go to the project. But if you want to sit there and paint your own painting, then that's a bit difficult because then you have to you know, submit that painting to things and, like, sell it and, like, do commissions and stuff like that. But you have to get, like, good commissions if you want to make good art, stuff like that. So it's more about, like, luck-based than just, like, you know. And art's, like, subjective. So, like, you never really know how people will receive it. So that's a bit difficult. So You could just marry David Dobrik. Oh, my God. Yeah, I hate him. I would love him for his money, though. I... He's, like, kind of weird. Yeah, but he's got a pizza shop <laughs> called Dobrik's. Did you know? Did you know that... <laughs> did you hear about the spray painting incident? No. You didn't hear that fans spray-painted rapists on the side of his building because at one point... He was rapist. His friend... Yeah, they filmed his friend getting girls blacked out, and then they go into a room, and, like, the guy tried to, like, you know, hook up with the girl, but she was blacking out, and there was a big issue with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because mostly my goal is just to have fun. So that's like my main goal. And as long as I'm having fun, I'm not too worried about it. Yeah, fun is good. Mm-hmm. But also... And I want to be a socialite. That's my most delusional. You should marry someone because you love them, not because of money. Yeah. It's the issue though. I don't think I'm going to get married. I don't think I really want to. Then how are you going to marry Rich? Well, see, that will be for different reasons. <laughs> that won't be for love. Yeah. But I could also just um come across maybe like a Lena Dunham type. You know, like a rich daughter of artists. Become her best friend. Have her pay for all of my stuff. Just things like that, you know? Of course. I'll be a leecher. A scammer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a good plan. I think it's mid. I think you could do better. Well, I want to be a famous artist. So. Yeah. And so my plan is to make art, submit it to things, and keep going. That's what I'm doing right now. You can do it. Yeah. I hope you become famous. Yeah, thank you. Because no way am I working a real job. Girl, you're basically working a real job now. Well, it's a real job, but, like, if I was, like, in a contract at a company, like, a sales company, and I had to work a desk job, and it was, like, nine to five, five days a week, with no, like, sort of creative stuff to it, like, if it was, like, more corporate, I think I would fall into a depression. So, stocking shelves is better. Well, yeah, because I get to listen to podcasts all day, and I only work three days a week right now, and, like, the people I work with are pretty chill, there isn't a lot of responsibility, and I pretty much, like, I get a lot of, you know, time off, and yeah, I also consume a lot of content, and I love consuming content, it's one of my main hobbies. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I That's think it's good. pretty fun. 
It's not my life job. It's my job for right now. My It was my mm-hmm. job until I get something else. That's true. But we live in a town that doesn't really offer a whole lot, mm, if you haven't true. noticed. Yeah. That's why I work in Burnaby. Yeah, that's why you work. Yep. <laughs> that's why, I don't why you work. left. That's why I left. Yeah. 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 Not much here. It's a cute, yeah. little, cute little town. It's, yeah. It's okay. It's mid. Yeah, very mid. Yeah, what did you do? Went to Hawaii for a year. What did you do there? <laughs> I did a discipleship program and we did a lot of like feeding the homeless and working out. What does a discipleship mean though? Discipleship is like biblical. Mm-hmm. So, like, discipleship is like. So, like, in the Bible, like, I know Jesus like, disciples. Dis- I know like the disciples, but like. Yeah, so like Jesus discipled the disciples, kind of in a sense. Mm-hmm. Don't quote anything I'm saying. I am, I am no whiz on the Bible. Don't do not come at me if I say something wrong. <laughs> FYI, but to what I understand is the discipleship program is kind of like the fact of like Jesus discipled the disciples. That's why they're called disciples. Mm-hmm. And so we went there to be discipled. Mm-hmm. So like to be taught how to live like Jesus and how to like know the Bible and kind of like live that out into life. But mm, that's not really what happened. Did not like my Hawaii journey. No. Not because of the discipleship factor of it, because I don't think that it has anything to do with that. I think it was more just a struggle with the leadership. Yeah, I didn't like the people there, essentially. Not even didn't like the people there. I just think that they had a lot of ideas about how they wanted the program to be, but were all burnt out and tired and just stopped giving any cares in the world about us. Mm-hmm. And so we kind of were just like stranded most of the time or like we were our... our our thoughts weren't really cared about, and yeah, no, it was just really hectic, super traumatizing, <laughs> really bad. That's what religion does to you. Not religion. <laughs> it's not religion. That's what religious programs do. Well, I think it's the people, not the religion. Well, that, not yeah, religion program. Not sometimes. the religion, but the sometimes program. they're good. Sometimes they're good. Yeah, but I can see what you're saying. But I think it's less of like, like, basing it on like religion well it's not really religion but it's like rest basing it off of like bible and jesus but like more people what's well, so i mean the people running yeah, the program the people running the, the program yeah. issues yeah yeah i agree i agree because mm-hmm. people are very faulty and yeah yeah we we were on like food bank food for like well see that's what i don't get i feel i see like that's a bit of an issue yeah no one gets that i don't think anyone understands that no i was so sick so many so much of the time because just it was food bank food and it was like you'd go and you'd cut out the mold from your fruits or you'd like have oatmeal and like ants would run out of it and they'd just be like just throw it out just throw it out or they'd be like just sugary cereal and it just was like the worst food I've ever eaten in my life like I don't think I've ever felt so like consistently sick in my whole life it was so bad and then we would go and give the food that we didn't want to eat yeah. To the homeless people. Which also doesn't make sense Which for the also, program, sort of. Yeah. It doesn't make sense because we're like, okay, this is the food that we don't want to eat because we just haven't eaten it for this long. Give it away. Give it away. Like. Yeah, not very. It's not kind. It's yeah, not no, kind. Not, not beneficial. It's not like you're supposed to be like a generous giver and you're supposed to be like a joyful giver. 
And yeah, you might be joyful, like giving away all this crap food, but it's not. It's it's not beneficial. Yeah, yeah, it defeats the point. It defeats the definitely. Yeah, it's all about how you go into it, and yeah, I don't think don't think the leaders were in it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, it, I guess it's their like fifteenth or sixteenth or how many ever years. Like, it's been going on for so long, and the people who were like our like main point of contact. It was, like, their 15th year. They had two kids, and one of them was pregnant. And so they were just busy. Mm-hmm. And then the people who started the program, like, years ago were absent, busy doing other things. Like, they had other jobs to do. And so it just was, like, I didn't know who they were. They barely knew who we were. Like, we didn't know anyone. We only knew our two leaders who, like, didn't have support. And, yeah, and we'd have these, like, things where they'd do, like, all nights of prayer, but then they would just, like, send us outside. And it would be like one or two o'clock in the morning and you would just have to go across the street and pray in the pavilion what's a pavilion it's like a big kind of building it's like a imagine like a basketball court but enclosed okay yeah yeah i know what you're talking about but uh, that might also not be right that's just how i can imagine it yeah it's like a prayer room like i think like um it's like a it's like there's like have like a stage in there and they use it for, like, their music camps, or it's, like, they just called it a pavilion, but I don't, it's, like... It was just a room? <laughs> a big room? It was just, like, a, yeah, but it was very open, and it was pretty big. Like, it wasn't, like, a small room, but it was pretty big. Could hold quite a few people. The doors <laughs> open, like, all all the sides open, which is cool, but not cool at 1 a.m. Yeah, not cool at 1 a.m. Yeah, and they also Why had, would like, you this... do all-night prayers, though? Um, cause it was like this, they wanted to teach us all about like different parts of the Bible and like praying at different times. And so they wanted to do like a 24 hour kind of thing of prayer, but they didn't have enough of us to do 24 hours. So they just did all night of prayer. So we would just have to wake up like aggressively late at night and then have to continue going on. So you could like wake up at three to 4am and have to stay up the whole time and then wake up at seven o'clock to go make your breakfast. It'd be super hectic. But what does that have to do with time, though? Like, <laughs> like what is the like? What's like? The, why do we have to do it? At, like, why do you have to do it at three a.m.? You know. Um. I maybe I would like the concept better if I understood it more, but I just I genuinely just don't know. I have no clue. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just what they said. And you would be alone. You would just go by yourself, all on your lonesome, and your friend would come wake you up. And it was always like, your turn. <laughs> Literally, you'd be sleeping and you'd I just get like a it. little shake. I would honestly say like this isn't this is unreasonable. But I also I don't come from a religious perspective. I come from I want to sleep perspective. Yeah, so yeah. you come yeah. from that. I'm just I'm asleep. Actually, I've come from the religious side and I still want to just sleep. I was like, put me to bed. Just. There was a few times where I was like, I'll just pray in my bed. I'm not getting up. You literally can't make me get up. I'm not. I physically, I'll just like I physically. Have uh, you're just like you're laying down and they go. It's your turn. You go. I'm already doing it. Don't worry. I'm already on it. <laughs> your eyes are closed. I'm. I'm praying right now. Don't worry about it. But I literally would get so sick. Like I felt so nauseous that I was like, I have to go to sleep. Like if I don't sleep, like. Well, yeah. If you're awake for too long, it's like terrible for your body. Yeah. We learned that the hard way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait. What are you referring to? What am I referring to? What are you referring to? Well, 
What are you referring to? I'm referring to our flight over to Germany. Oh my gosh. You're so right. I what can... were you referring to? Rev High. The... I wasn't I, even Well, like... I wasn't there. <laughs> I wish I was where you were mentally because I lost that. But that is so true. We do not do good on no sleep. No, well, actually, it's because I definitely have, I've come to the conclusion, I for sure got something wrong with me. That's the I only don't reason. know if it's something wrong with you, but no, no, you have No, I have a something... sleep disorder. Yeah. That's... I'm not wrong with me. I don't mean yeah, I'm, like, yeah, yeah. crazy. But I mean, like, I have, I definitely have, like, I think I have, um... No, I know what you mean. Anxiety-induced insomnia, because I tend to not have sleep issues if I'm sleeping at the same time that I, that I normally do. Yeah. And if there's no pressure on sleeping. Yeah. But if there's pressure on sleeping, I can't sleep. Yeah. And so even if I take two melatonins and go to bed, like, hours before, like, if I give myself 14 hours to sleep, I still won't sleep. So mm. I definitely think that's an issue. Mm. But am I going to go to the doctor about it? No, mm. because I don't have insurance right now. Mm. So can't do that. Why don't you have insurance? It hasn't kicked in at my work yet because How long have was... you been working there? How many years? Well, no, I've, I've had it. And then when I went on the break, it went away. Oh. And then now that I come back, they haven't, like, fixed it yet essentially mm-hmm. i asked about it but they said like it would kick in like it takes a little bit to kick in essentially but yeah no so yeah no insurance but that's fine i'll just deal with it that's brutal yeah that's so not good i'm technically allowed to go to the doctor but not a specialty doctor i'm allowed to go to my family doctor but i'm not if the doctor says like we can't do anything about your insomnia you have to go to a like a sleep specialist then i can't go because i won't be able to pay for it no no i thought living in canada meant free healthcare. <laughs> honestly it's not like that not really sort of it's only too. it's only you only have free health care if you have a job essentially yeah what do the homeless people do they don't they die if you haven't noticed you know a lot of homeless people still get tuberculosis? What is tuberculosis? You don't know what tuberculosis is? No. Obviously not. It's that disease that it was really prevalent in like um really prevalent. No, like just olden days. Like I don't really know the exact days. I want to see like I don't even 1800s to 1900s. Realistically. I Back just when don't... people like were like like, at the beginning of electricity, it maybe started to go away. Yeah. I don't really know the dates of it, but yeah. it's an old one. And in my mind, I was like, okay, we're done with that one because, like, we, like, created vaccines and stuff like that. And we learned about washing our hands. Um, but people still get it because, like, the government doesn't offer, like, safe and clean spaces for people who are unable to, like, find those resources. Yeah. And realistically, though, like... Which is absurd because it's an olden disease. We should not be getting that anymore. Yeah. But realistically, like, how... How... Severe is it? No, 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 no. Like, how can the government realistically do that if the homeless people don't respect it? That's not... No, because you don't a, lot of peop- a lot of homeless people are homeless due to, like, outside issues like drug addiction mental health issues it's not that they don't respect their spaces it's that they're not offered resources to help them learn to respect the spaces yeah yeah i agree i agree i think it's a lot of the i think we should take money out of the military and put it into community resources i agree Uh, well i don't actually know if i agree but 
because I don't know. We what have that no is. fights to fight. Are you kidding me? No, wait, wait, wait. No, we wait, do have fights, wait, fights wait, but wait, not wait, real, wait, wait, not wait, real fights. Wait, wait, pause. I need to think. <laughs> I think that they should have ways that they can grow and like learn how to like take care of themselves. Mm-hmm. But I also think that um, there's like a level of like equal respect that needs to be and could be like I'm not saying it isn't shown, but like would need to be shown in terms of like. If they were to like give bathrooms wherever, right? Like, mm-hmm. like I know that was a big problem in Hawaii. Like the government of Hawaii, don't quote me on any of this, by the way. But from what I remember, the government of Hawaii would have bathrooms in Aala Park in Honolulu, mm-hmm. and all the homeless people would go in there and they'd trash the bathroom, or they'd do coke in there, or they'd do their drug deals, and so they'd have to close the bathroom down. Yeah, but do you see that that's an outside issue? How's that an outside issue? It's like, that- what can the city do? Like, what, like, because the city can only put their resources, like, put so much resources into something that's just going to keep getting, like, wrecked. So it wouldn't, like, it would be less of the fact of, like, having to get, like, more bathrooms or more things like that, but more, like, either, like, social workers or more, like, people to go and, like, do life with them. Because even when I was in Hawaii, there was certain, like, I'm basing everything off of what I know in Hawaii. And, like, yeah. Hawaii homeless and Canada homeless are two very separate things. Yeah. So, like, my mind is, like, on Hawaii homeless. But um, in Hawaii, they had, like, lots of programs where people could come in, even if they're addicted to drugs. There's some that weren't, like, you couldn't come in unless you're sober, and there's some that are, like, you can come in either way. Yeah. And this one guy ended up getting a house, like, fully, like, could go in, social worker got him everything. He lived there for about a week and then literally could not live there anymore. Like, they had full house. Everything was paid for for him. And he literally could not live there anymore and put himself back on the street just because he didn't know how to handle living in a house because there wasn't enough people to help him slowly walk through the transition of, like, what it was like to live in a house because he grew up as a baby homeless on the streets and then would just keep going. And so he felt more comfortable on the streets than he did in a home. And that's... Yeah. From Hawaii and I I wouldn't necessarily say that, like, something like that, that happens here, obviously, where people are, like, sort of raised in like just unfair conditions Mm -hmm. and so they don't like really know like what it's like to live in like an upper middle class situation yeah yeah. and so like he simply needs more like help he's been like it's generational trauma for him and so that definitely happens to people here where they simply just haven't experienced the luxury of living a normal life and they've like so and then like when people come in and they trash places or they get a house like social workers help them get an apartment and then it gets trashed or something like that it's probably due to more of mental health and drug addiction reasons rather than their actual like personality they don't choose to trash no 100 i agree with that so like when they have to close down washrooms because people are doing drugs in them they should probably focus on more of the drug issues than the homeless issues yeah and that was gonna be my next question is like how do you think would be the best way to, like, counter that. Like, what do you well, think Well, Canada be? or BC just decriminalized drugs. Yeah. So, do. yeah. Do you think that's going to make it better or worse? I think it'll make it better because people will feel safer going to safe injection sites yeah. and resourcing drugs and stuff like that in more of a safer way. Yeah. And they'll feel safer getting it tested mm-hmm. and asking police, like... I have this, where can I go? Mm-hmm. Rather than, like, doing drugs and dying from fentanyl. Yeah. Or yeah. leaving the drug somewhere because they're too scared to take it and then 
teenager picks it up and takes it, yeah. like that sort of thing. And but it doesn't mean that people. So you can't sell drugs, obviously. Do you think it will? I agree. What is your perspective on what it will do to kids, like teenagers and kids? Because well, the same kind of thing happened when they legalized weed, like nicotine really and more stuff, people. and now like nicotine and weed and stuff, and like it's more legalized, so it's like easier to get. But also, like a lot of like young, young, young kids are doing it. So do you? Real, realistically, Isn't it actually, that like statistically, younger kids are doing less drugs nowadays. I don't know; that may be wrong, but I'm I'm pretty sure I heard that somewhere where like statistically, uh, teenagers are actually like drinking less and doing less drugs nowadays. I have no clue. I think that might be true, but I'm I might be lying. I might have seen yeah. that somewhere like on Twitter, and it might be fake. Yeah, and but... honestly, stats realistically are all fake, and they're all wrong. <laughs> like realistically, sure, like, sure. Like, like, how are you going to realistically get that stat? Like, I mean, you like, a kid, like, a, a, like a kid isn't going to come up to you and be like, hi, I see you're filling out your stats form. I just want to let you know that I've done this drug, this drug, this drug. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, the kids that do drugs kids are pretty truthful, honestly. Some kids are, but quite a few aren't. Like, but you the, can also kind of, you can like sort of, can you like tell, like say if they ask teachers mm-hmm. and they observe their children, they could say, yeah, I, I see Jeremy smoking outside in the parking lot every day. Like, I know he smokes weed. I can smell it on him. Like, then you just know, okay, yes. Like, I see kids doing drugs and maybe teachers and stuff like that are seeing just less of that yeah. activity. Yeah. But it could just be kids are getting sneakier, obviously. Yeah, which is very, very possible. And, like, kids aren't vaping but in class and teachers have no see, clue. The, you know what I mean? The thing like, is that I don't think that kids have ever not done drugs. Oh, 100%. I think we never not have a time where kids from ages 11 and up have not been interested in doing drugs, alcohol, smoking cigarettes. So I don't really think anything's going to change in the kids' interest in drugs. Yeah. But I do think it'll make kids maybe realize the sort of, like, severity of it. Because before, we remember, like, in high school, we'd have, like, assemblies. And they'd be like, don't do fentanyl. And I'd be like, okay, I'm not going to do fentanyl, but maybe I'll do a pop of coke. But then then you realize later on when people are like... Realistically, I've never had that thought. Oh, well, <laughs> realistically, I've never thought, hmm, I should do coke. That Well, luckily, I don't really have the desire to do drugs. I'm lucky in that way. I don't, like, really crave anything. Yeah. So, like, that isn't really a struggle for me. But obviously, with kids, they're going to crave drugs. And most people have, like, pretty, like, strong mm-hmm. affiliations to, like, just wanting yeah. to party and stuff like that. Yeah. And so, I think that maybe also, like, it, like the shift might change in schools where they'll bring in just like better like assemblies and better teachers to like properly educate kids because when we when we would do it it would feel like a joke I'd be like you guys like really like they'd be like don't do drugs and we'd be like okay but we're already doing them and so like everyone everyone be like these teachers don't know what they're talking about like we already smoke weed and like the thing is is like kids are kids like they're gonna do what they want Mm -hmm. but also like I just anytime I went into assembly I would be so anxious and stressed that I was in assembly Blacked out. Don't I don't remember any assembly. Plus they were always boring, so you would like doze off and just look into the ceiling. Yeah. And then you'd be like, Oh my god, it's over. Sick. Yeah. No, I agree. And so I so I was like hanging out with um friends yesterday and we spent hours talking and at one point we talked about assemblies too. Which is why yeah. fresh on my mind when I was like, remember the school assemblies? Yeah, I know you said that. And I was like, I was like, yeah, I was talking about that last night. Well, we were talking about how at one point we had like, um, it was like a film festival assembly where they brought in 
um, a film and we got to watch it, but it was a queer film. Mm. And we literally had, I like didn't remember this and I was like, oh my God, you guys shocked my mind. I totally forgot about this. Yeah. We had like protesters outside our school for literally showing a gay film. And it was we like, did. it was like PG. We did? Yeah. You don't remember that? Uh, you were probably like. Blacked out. You're probably, you probably didn't, you're probably sitting there like dazing, like not even watching the movie. I probably didn't even know but we were But we had it. kids. <laughs> I like probably. I feel like. You know, like kids were protesting. Or no, adults? no, kids. Like people said they weren't going to the assembly because it was a queer film, and I was like, me, because obviously all of my friends besides you are gay. Yeah, yeah. Like, all of my friends are yeah, gay, yeah, yeah. and That's so funny. we didn't realize. Like back then, we were like, we thought like, because we were surrounded. Obviously, you surround yourself with like-minded people. Mm-hmm. So I hung out with all the gay kids, and we were like, yeah, like everyone's sort of like you know open to this idea now. Besides like the crazy people, and then all of a sudden we were seeing groups of kids saying. We're not going to go to this assembly. And there was people outside with like Bible pamphlets and saying like, this is wrong. That's insane. Yeah, right? That's we were probably so like insane. in a math class, honestly, but. I probably just was anywhere except for fucking school. Probably. Like in my head. You're like, probably like at Starbucks. In my head though. <laughs> in your not head. Not in real life. <laughs> not in real life. <laughs> just in my head. Just Honestly, uh... probably. Because like no one really pays attention. Like going into it, I don't even think I thought anything of it until I heard people were leaving and I was like oh I didn't realize that we had bigots at our school I don't know what that means but bigots um, are like ignorant people who like think like like queer people are terrible and like think like people of color are terrible like the bigots they're they have terrible opinions they're racist yeah yeah I just all throughout high school just Just blocked out same kind of I was so tired I was just like I was like falling asleep (laughs) in class oh my gosh I (laughs) I'm surprised I made it through high school. I think I starved myself like almost every day. <laughs> yeah, I'm and then so I would... surprised. I'm surprised I didn't realize I had like a sleep problem earlier. I had like some sort of eating disorder. I would like not eat all day and then I would puke all at lunch and then I would just go home and eat a little bit and puke. Yeah, it sounds like it honestly. It's not good. <laughs> sounds like, la, like la, la. pretty accurate to an eating disorder. <laughs> yeah, you think? I think we need to start taking our mental health a little bit more seriously. Yeah. <laughs> Instead, we just self-diagnose and say, like, I'll check that out later. And then just never do and it. And never do it. Yeah. That's okay, though. No, I'm probably, like, I still got We're both problems. still, yeah, but we're, we're pretty, like, we're not, like, I don't know. But um, I just want to I, I would say, like, neither of us are self-destructive in a way. Like, we don't, like, we're not, like, screaming and yelling at people. Like, you ever watch The Real Housewives? We're not, like, Jen Shaw. You know, I know you don't know who that is, but the listeners might know who that is. Neither of us act like Jen Shaw. I've never seen Nicole like scream and throw a glass at people and like be terrible and like ruin their lives you're just like you're subtle about it you I know? did that in high school though yeah but you're subtle about it yeah but I'm <laughs> subtle about it so, so it's like glassy. recoverable yeah. you know like you can fix it yeah it's not a Jen Shaw moment it's like a like a, a like a moment. yeah a Meredith Grey moment or something like that yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. people you don't know yeah yeah I'm, no. That might have been the wrong name, actually. I don't know. Yeah, I don't actually know. No, name. it's Meredith Marks. That's what I mean. I mean Meredith Marks. I want to be Meredith, not Meredith Grey. Grey. No! Isn't that one from Grey's that Anatomy. show, Grey's Anatomy? Yeah. I was talking about Grey's Anatomy last night, too. Did you know that they sell, like, scrubs? Like, when they, like you can buy, like, scrubs that say, like, Grey's Anatomy on them? Yeah. Oh, oh my God. Isn't that funny? I a nurse just so I can wear those. Just, right? Oh, my God. I actually haven't seen the show. Well, I watched some of it in, like, middle school, but... Girl, we got a problem. I just looked at us and we're both just rocking. Because <laughs> we have probably have ADHD. <laughs> and so we just need spinny chairs. You want to switch chairs? Sure. Okay. You just hear our bones cracking. 
Oh, this one's so much better. Right? Yeah, this one doesn't have any back support. <laughs> yeah, that one sucks. It's kind of good. Yeah. Should we get to the docket or should we just keep rambling? We do have a lot of stories to talk about. No, no, no. We have to cover no, no, no. Each, each, no, no, no. Each story is like its own podcast. Got it. Okay. That's what I was saying. I was like, each, each one of those things is its own, its own. Oh, I thought you meant more of like, just more of an organizational thing for one no. episode. You want no, to be no, separate? No. Like I want them, because I think that okay. we have I don't a think, lot. I don't think the social media stuff that I put down will cover a whole one, but we'll, we'll probably, honestly, we haven't even we'll spoke. Ramble. How long have we been going for? 30 minutes? 35, 36. Honestly, that's an episode right there. But we haven't even barely touched on Hawaii. Yeah, no. Like the main concept of this episode was Hawaii. And we already talked about, I already mentioned the Germany thing, so now we got to flesh out that story. No, we don't have to flesh it out. The listeners will be like, what what happened? Good. And then they'll come back and listen to the next one. Yeah, exactly. So no, we're not talking about Germany. Not today. I don't have it in me. Today's Hawaii. Today's Hawaii. It looked beautiful, though. It was really Your pretty. Instagram pictures were crazy. I know. know. Everyone was so happy. They're like, Nicole looks beautiful. I and know. On the beach. And every time I took that photo, I went, can you just make sure I don't look like I want to kill myself? <laughs> make sure I look happy. Can you make sure that I look like I'm living the dream? Yeah, I don't... I look back at those photos sometimes and I go... I see the ones on my Instagram and I go, wow, like, what a throwback. But then I also, like look at the um I look at the ones that like weren't on my Instagram like mm-hmm. on my Snapchat memories or stuff and I'm like I just I just don't look happy in any of my Snapchats or any of those things they just look messed up yeah I would say from my perspective it looked like you were having a great time honestly yeah no I know I know I was really good at faking but realistically, it's not not the best. But it's fine. It's fine. It's a story. It's yeah. a stepping stone in your life, and you can recover from it. The stepping stone that fell underneath. I me feel and like everything. Me. I mean, like, everything's like a life lesson. So, like, even if it's terrible, you still can learn from it. I agree. I think that you need the negatives to make the positives. Exactly. The amount of laptops that we have in my room right now is honestly aggressive. Three. Yeah, I know we have a lot of computers. Yeah. I just got a new... I love tech. Here, do you want some CeraVe? Honestly, yeah. I would love some CeraVe. Yeah! Oh my god, I love lotion. Lotion ASMR. (laughs) Mace. Um, what should we talk about? Skater Boy's new girlfriend? Yeah, Skater Boy <laughs> is no longer in the picture. I think we mentioned that in the last episode two years ago. Um, <laughs> but Skater Boy now has a child on the way. How exciting. I, um, I think I didn't, I, I put in the docket that I wanted to talk about, like, people our age getting married and having kids. Yeah. Because I find it to be the most absurd thing in the world I talk about with my coworker all the time because he has friends that are like getting married and stuff like that yeah he's a little older than me but yeah I'm like I would honestly I would be really upset if I got proposed to at this time in my life really yeah I'd be mad about it if I was like dating someone and they proposed to me at 21 I would be quite mad about it 
I feel like they would, like, know, though. They, they would, would know like, not to, obviously. They would know not to. Like, if I was dating someone, we'd be on the same page. But say I was dating someone, and, like, they weren't on the same page, and they did that. Yeah. I would be, like, I'd be, like, so I'm breaking up with you. Yeah. Like, it would, it would be, like, a deal breaker. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be mad if I got proposed to, but I also am not ready. So I would just be, like, uh... Maybe it would have to maybe be, like, a long engagement. Yeah, I'd be, like, maybe it's, like, chill for yeah. a while. We yeah. have, like, um, one of our friend's cousins is married and has a kid on the way and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, oh, my God. Because those people are the same age as us. Yeah. They're starting the family. Okay, what about um that one girl from our grad class? I think that's who I'm talking about. The Our friend's cousin. Bapesta's cousin. Oh my gosh, they're cousins? Yeah, they're cousins. You didn't know that they have the same last name. He was like at the wedding, I think. (laughs) Oh my gosh, you're so right. Because I was thinking about the girl. Because I know her better. I wasn't even thinking about the The uh, guy. guy. Yeah. No, that's so true. Yeah, they're married now and they have a kid on the way. And it's just like, why would you do that to yourself? Well, some people really like it. Like, some people want it. I know, it. but it just doesn't... I just... But your like, lifestyle is a lot different than, like, quite a few people's lifestyles. True, but I just, from so, my perspective, even if we live... Even if we live different lifestyles, nowadays we live till we're 80. Like, you got so much time. You have until, you're like, you're, like, at, like, I don't know, at least 40, right, to have kids nowadays. And there's a bunch of treatments you can do. You can take vitamins, stuff like that. That could, that could easily, like... I don't know. You could have it when you're 25. Not 21. 21's too early. Wait three more years, guys. Come on. 24, you think, is the right age? No. I think, like, if I was to have a kid, which I don't want to have a kid. No, no, no. If you were to get married, what, was, I would, like, if, I know you don't want to get married, if but I, what would be the youngest? Aged, okay, the youngest age I'd probably get married would be 35. Okay. At the youngest, but not ideal. Okay. I think I would pr- prefer maybe in my 40s. Oh, my gosh. Insane. Well, I'm also, like, not someone, like, I don't even... Yeah, you don't really... You're different, you're different. Okay, okay. I, okay. like, I don't even, like... What do you think is, like, for someone who wants to get married? For someone who wants to get married, and I would like, say... what would be, like, the age that you would... I would say 28. 28? Be because your 20s are such a growing period, your frontal lobe doesn't even develop until you're 25, or fully develop until you're 25. So, imagine getting married before your frontal lobe is developed. I think 28 is, like, a solid time. You've probably figured out your life as to what you, like, want out of it. You probably secured this person and, like, made sure that they know what you want. And I feel like you should be dating for quite a while before you get married. I think you should never marry your high school sweetheart. You don't think so? Imagine meeting those teenagers and marrying them. So fun. It's really cute and all. I just find it to be kind of like, I'm like, but what if you didn't change? Or, like, being with someone I think it's conditional. I think it's conditional. It's definitely conditional, but I feel like like, you know, like, like, imagine, like, we, imagine if we were the exact same as we were when we were, when we first met. We never changed because we grew together and we didn't, we, like, we, like, bounced off each other, but we didn't bounce off other people. That's what, like, dating someone sort of, like, if you, if you really stick to that same person, you don't, like, learn other experiences, essentially. You don't experience other people, I think if you're dating wrong. Well, that's if you're dating wrong. That's what I mean. I think people who are, like, getting married really young are dating wrong, essentially. Well, I think yes and no, because I think that you're able to still, I think like, you can. get to know other people. I would just, like, say if you got proposed to, 
I would be like, like now, like say you got proposed to like literally today, I would say, Nicole, I know you're really excited about this, but I think you should make it a long engagement. Like yeah. I would, I would be very concerned for you. Like I would be like, girl, you need to have at least be like a five year engagement. Yeah. yeah. Five year. I wouldn't do five year. I would probably, we'll see. Okay. I get proposed to it. I would do. And then I get married at 50. <sighs> I just can't wait. I also long. just to clarify, my parents aren't married. <laughs> if it wasn't obvious, like just to clarify, but my mom's yeah. also like divorced, and yeah. stuff too. And then she got re sort of married. They're essentially married, just not legally. Yeah. I think I, if going with my current situation, I think ideally it would be like three, maybe four years, mm-hmm. engagement year maybe year and a half wedding mm-hmm. don't have kids yeah maybe i'll adopt you know i definitely want to have a cute little engagement that's my dream mm-hmm. this is like not like i don't even date now so it's kind of like i think i just have a different mindset towards like literally dating in general so yeah yeah i agree which is fine it just will give us different perspectives on <laughs> when we think we'll get married. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm kind of hungry. Are you hungry? Mm, maybe a little. Oh, well, I need to send someone money. What should we talk about? Mm, I don't know. How many minutes have we done? We've done 45. Should we call it? Yeah, sure. Let's call it. Let's give a little outro and then we can move on to our next topic in a different episode because we're super functional like that. Yeah, (laughs) Because we know we're not going to film anymore. Yeah. (laughs) It's going to go two more years. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. No, we'll film again now that I'm here. I think we will because... I'm I think here we now. To do a little bit more commit to it if we're gonna do it, I guess. Well, we've already made a note on our phone. And True. I think that's the most commitment we've made in the whole True, time that we've ever done. We would literally <laughs> tweet it. We were just gone. This time we had a plan. We've got plans. Well, bye guys.